0: Ay, ay. Ay, ay. I got niggas want one with me Bitch stoppin' no sorority I was in the trap with a party Selling pause and feeling important People ignored me I wasn't gorgeous I ain't have bad shit I ain't have Jordan From the clearest rock straight to Nordstrom This shit a truck, Ricky and Marty. Now they want, more, they, want more, they want more, they want more, they want more They want more, they want more, they want more I put your bitch in the figure four I told her keep that shit on the low if Dr. King had a dream, can a street nigga get a brick or blow? If Dr. King had a dream, can a street nigga duck troll? Hey, the lesson became the majority. I got your sister that coat to snow. I used to cry cause I couldn't avoid it. I was so broke and she wanted a boy. That jelly, she shit got the best of me niggas. I fed with dropping the board and
1: watching the star. I hit my knees when I prayed to the
0: Lord.
2: I need it all. Today we're sitting here. we got Golden Child Cam with us. This brother is an awesome brother, a humble brother, man. And I'm excited. We've been excited waiting for this interview. And uh, honestly, though, I'm, I'm just going to get right into it because uh, I don't want to keep y'all waiting no more. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Uh,
0: Cam, how old are you, boss? I'm 27 years old, man. Um, blessed by the best, man. And I want to start this by saying, man, um, all glory be to God, man. It's, it's, it's funny how he put people in your life at the right time. This time last month, I didn't even know you existed. I was, you know, out doing damn laundry with my family scrolling through Facebook and I seen my homeboy one style who I grew up with, he had an interview with you. And I think uh L Rose had an interview with you. Them some good boys, good brothers. And um I seen right off the bat it seemed like something I would be interested in doing. Right off the bat I knew that. And throughout me just seeing the other people you work with, man, I really I listen man, I'ma say it here first. I really appreciate what you do for the artists. For anybody that want to get out there and make their voice be heard and the showcase their talent on this platform, this they got to do it, man. He's genuine. he humble. I just want to thank you, man, for your even your opportunity to even have me on the show, man.
2: Boss, man, I, I appreciate that, boss, man. Like, that's like I always say, I wouldn't be able to do this without y'all, man. And, and like you said, you know, a month ago, you know, we had no idea each other existed, bro. But this man, this man is like Kendrick, a kindred spirit to me, man, for real. Like you can't tell us we ain't family. Boss, man. Is like you said, real humble, real real understanding, just just real knowledge. And man, listen, we, we can go on and on. <laughs> we can go on and on. We'll never get to the questions, Smashbox, man. But listen, we're going to talk about this for show sure at the end some more. So y'all make sure y'all keep it tuned because this is going to be more than an interview. It's going to be an intellectual conversation, you heard me. But as far as back to this question, how long have you been at your, at your music now, Cam?
0: Man, um, I've been at my music, man. Oh, my God. Okay, let me ask you like this, because it's hard to answer. It's like a two-, three-, four-part question. Since I can remember, man, I've been in the car with my mom, man. We piloted in the car in the blue minivan. And Bone thugs and the harmony come on the damn radio. And um, you hear me in the backseat, I'm going to miss everybody. And I'm singing. I'm sounding better than the guys on. My mama looked back at me and told me, you know what? You're going to be somebody special. You're going to be on the stage. Yeah, man, he played a big role in lighting that candle, too, because he had me in the house listening to people like, you know, Brothers Johnson, Ohio Players, the Gap Band, the Whispers, Barry White, the Commodores. So I know real music, man. And I, I think I probably, I'm going to say, man, about maybe five or six, man, just tapping my pencil on the, on the table at school and then writing rap songs. And then, you know, my big cousin, he, he played a big role in it too because he was already rapping. He even moved to Mississippi, you know, Gulfport, Mississippi, shouts out to y'all to pursue his rap career. And um, he, took me on his wing and showed me the ropes too, man. So I really knew real music, man. So um, I'm going to probably say about, about eight or nine, I really fell in love, man. But I, but then again, I'm a gene. I really, I real deal love music. You understand? I, I, music life is my passion. Even if I wasn't an artist, I would love music. You understand what I'm saying? I, I don't love music because I'm an artist. I'm an artist because I love music. I have a passion for this. I believe this. My kids be in the house singing Rick James, you know, we really, we really do this thing, man. And, um, Sometimes I I lower the music down and I make my kids tell me what are the instruments in the background that they hear, whether it's a trumpet or a trombone, an 808 drum, a snare drum, a hi-hat, a clarinet. I really love music. I damn could probably be a producer if I put my heart in it, but I really like, you know, the the, the, the art of storytelling, man. So I'm going to say about six years old, I was rapping at a time where it wasn't cool to be rapping. No disrespect to any rapper that came before or after me, but the time I came up, man... You rapping, it made you weak. It made you seem like you was just rapping somebody else's life. In other words, the tough guys and the niggas who was on the street putting in the work, they weren't necessarily rapping. So a lot of guys wouldn't have put the work out, off the microphone and left that left the rap shit to everybody else. But I just I was so heavily involved with music that I rapped unbeknownst to what everybody else thought or believed in. But sadly said, I wrapped up in the, in the street shit anyway. We'll get on into that later on in the interview. You
2: were actually brought up on music. It sounds like you got musician going through your blood, boss, man. And I love I love hearing how you like you, you actually got that music education instilled in your children as well, as far as knowing how to recognize the sounds, knowing knowing how to uh knowing how to break down the composition, boss. And that and that's that's what I call a true musician. And tell and if you heard this brother music, you know what I'm saying, then you already know you already can hear, like you said, that the, the old school influences the, the actual musicianship in his music versus, like, um, not not, not 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 taking any shots at any rappers, but you you understand what I'm saying. If you haven't heard it, you're missing out. If you have heard it, you already know what we're talking about. Let me put it that way. So, if you don't know, mm-hmm. and so if you don't know, I appreciate you, sound like that, you got man. some homework immediately after this in classes and sessions. You understand what I'm saying? So, so, uh, <laughs> as far as, uh, as far as, uh, your, your your motivation boss what 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 do you think helps you get into let's say let's say you got a bad day a bad night you know i said knowing knowing how you compose does that does that play a part into what you actually write that day or what how you feeling when you, when you spit that day or or do you set aside time as far as like you know today this is what i want to talk about today this is the message i want to get across how, how, how do you put together your production boss man
0: Oh, uh, man, you said it, man. Actually, man, I don't take out the time to do anything, man. Actually, man, I'm sure y'all heard it out there before, Art Imitate Life. So what I be going through, no matter what I go through, i put it on paper. For instance, I was on house arrest the whole entire year of 2016. And the whole entire year of 2016, I got a whole notebook filled up with nothing but just kind of like um depressed or or angry or that, those type of songs, of, of, of feeling let down, of feeling, you know, going through things like that. Because that's what I was going through at the time. It was impossible for me to write a Get Money song 2016 because I was stuck in the house. I literally couldn't go to the edge of my damn driveway. And that's what I was feeling at the time. I can't write a song about balling out of control when I ain't got a goddamn dollar of Mexican money in my pocket. I got to keep it authentic. So, yeah, of course, man. You know, um, when I'm writing, man, I'm, I'm writing. With, and, 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 if, and like you say, if you hear, if any one of y'all heard my music, man. I name drop a lot. I don't name drop celebrities that often, very rarely. I don't name drop historical figures, very rarely. I name drop people in my everyday life, people I grew up with, people that are no longer here. Because I feel like through my music, they live and they breathe through me. And I keep their name alive, and they can always live through my project. You know what I'm saying? So if something happened to me, close your eyes and press play. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that's why I, I get the motivation to do things like that. You know, if I'm having a bad day or whatever, I put it on paper. But like one of my favorite rappers said a long time ago, I made a lot of mad songs, I made a lot of sad songs, but I ain't never made a bad song. So I'm going to last real long.
2: I'm telling you now, guys. Y'all witnessing. You're witnessing a legend speaking. You know what I'm saying. A lot of times people don't. A lot of times people don't appreciate. Unfortunately, in our culture, until somebody passes. But listen, I'm telling you now, man. You need to get to know this brother's music. Y'all don't, Y'all heard me do these interviews. You know what I'm saying. It's not many times that I can get on here and, and really sing some of my praises. But man, from the first time I heard brother's song, you know what I'm saying. I felt an instant connection to it. And like you said, you know what? We're really you. That authenticity really travels through your music as far as i like the fact that you said you know and during the year if you couldn't do it you, you wouldn't talk about it and that and man that's all we ask to so that person that's that's what we connect to you know what i'm saying that's at the end of the house that's at the end of the day that's what the person that's what the person listening to connect to being able to put themselves in your shoes so man speaking of which man you know i gotta ask you about your hair boss man you've you got it you know, when you, when you look up, brother, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got to ask about the hair. I can tell us, Yeah, tell yeah, yeah. It, man. What's the deal? What's the
0: deal? Man, you know what, man? If I had a penny for every time somebody came up to me throughout my life, I had, oh, is it real? Or did you put any doctor? Robbie, Richard, and Trump. The fact of the matter, man, is genetics, man, for all, you, for all you science buffs out there, man, genetics and DNA is real. And it's very strange, man. Uh, my great-great-aunt, Red God, rest her soul, Aunt Seal, we call her Cherry Red. She's, she's resting with the Lord now. Her She was the first person in my family to have this color hair. Then when I was born, my mom was like, damn, did they switch the babies? Where the hell this come from? And everybody thought that when I had my kids, that they were going to have the same color hair as me. But I knew that that wasn't going to happen because by that time, I was more hip, you know, what the hell genetics and DNA was. But what ended up happening was it skipped all my kids so far. I'm working on my son. I'll have my first son at the end of May. Exactly. thank you. But um hopefully we, we thank you, thank you so much, man. But um my brother, his oldest daughter got the same as that color had me. So it's of my family. But those people out there, man, that may listen to this. I would never die. My it's people that have been knowing me for fifteen years still think I did I die in my hair. I would never do that, man. And I, I can't stress that enough. It's nothing about me that would—I mean, no, not anybody that die their hair. I'm not knocking nobody. Nobody to do it, male or female. hey, hey pick your poison, whatever fits your fancy. You know, the world, the world, on mood one drum. Will work for you, might not work for some, but that ain't my thing. I would never dye my hair. You understand? So, for those of y'all listening who curious or who don't like me or think I'm ugly because of this or that, take it up with God. I didn't dye my hair. I'm not gonna cut my hair. I didn't pay these lawyer twenty thousand dollars so I didn't have to cut my hair and go up that damn road. So, yeah, man, I've been growing my hair for probably now, probably about 15, 16 years. And to be honest with you, when I started growing my hair, dreads wasn't really in yet. People still had cornrows and braids. Now, anybody out there who listen to this who really know me, y'all can attest. When I started going my dreads in St. Pete, in St. Petersburg, Florida, the Bird, Trigger City, St. Creep, St. Pistol, whatever you want to call it, no one really had dreads like that. That started in Clearwater. There was so many dread heads in Clearwater, we was calling it Wick City because most of the guys there had dreads. And when we would go play them in football, you know, I'm from Child Park, we would play, we had played, Child Park would play Greenwood, Lily League Panthers in football. And all the people on their team, man, I had our dreads. I'm talking about little bitty boys, I had our dreads. So, we should start calling them Wick City. We well, were calling them Shell Wick City, but we you know, follow suit. Nobody back in the bird had dread. What ended up happening was Bugsy, she was staying in Clearwater, somewhere in that area, if I'm not mistaken. Matter of fact, Shotside shot to Orville and Spooky, you know, and uh, Miss Empress. Miss Empress is the one who really started my dread. Shotside shot to Ernest and Kajar and Carl and Rest in Peace Naya. But she started my dread. And then Miss Bugsy, she was famous for doing dreads all throughout Clearwater and St. Pete. And she ended up coming to St. Pete. So long story short, when she came to St. Pete, she brought the dread culture with her, man. And a lot of people that didn't have dreads before ended up getting dreads because of her. She didn't actually do my dreads till almost, I'm going to say almost maybe a year and a half later. But um, when she did them, she enjoyed doing them so much Want to charge me, but um, I pay it anyway, anyhow. But the more the story is, it's it's just like man, um, when I I I think I'm like I say about probably about I've been growing my hair probably about 15, maybe anywhere from 13 to 16 years, man. And anybody that know me know, I had a man at least I think my fifth grade going to my sixth grade year in middle school, and um, I went through an ugly stage, and they still here, man. As I stated before, man, I got in some trouble with the law, man. I paid people, I paid my lawyer, you know, Front ladder back 20000 dollars so they won't cut my hair,
2: man. Yeah, well definitely glad you kept you them, man, because you know what I'm saying, I can tell I can tell there's a lot of time I've been invested in them for sure, for sure. So right based on the beginning, um based on the experiences that you have now, would you is there if you can go back to the beginning of your career, are there anything that you would whisper to yourselves to do different as far as uh, like any opportunities you feel may have missed, or uh, or or any kind of business uh, advice you might give yourself now, uh, like like from now back then. To be honest with you, bro, it,
0: it kind of hurts to say this. The only advice I would tell my young self, I say, you know what, bro, just stay focused. That's the that's the only thing I can say, man. I I would I would get off into some street shit about the choices I made in the streets, but I couldn't say that because that's what molded my music in the first place. That's what molded my music. You see, God gave me the talent. You understand what I'm saying? But the streets paved the vision. God planted that seed in me, but the streets watered it. My daddy watered it. My cousin watered it. You understand what I'm saying? So I couldn't, I would never replace or regret the thing I did in the streets. Because even though it postponed it, it didn't put it on pause. It just postponed it. So the only thing I would really say to myself, you know what, man? stay focused i don't give a damn what kind of other things you're doing what 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 other what other avenues and what other kind of you know ways you're making your money i don't want to say too much but how whatever whatever i was doing out there you know i would say you know you can do that but um just stay focused man because a lot of times we waste a lot of time doing a lot of nothing a lot of times we waste a lot of time doing a lot of nothing things that we think are important to us right then when we look back on, it, we be like, damn, I really fought. I really, you know, I I could have did. I could have done differently. I, I had to do that like that. You know, I I should have I should have stopped and gave this person forty five more minutes. Or I should have gave this girl another hour. Or I should have gave this producer two three more days to critique my music. We move too fast. But at the end of the day, you never want to get stagnant and feel like you jogging in place. See, that's a lot of thing. And nothing a lot of us move fast because we feel like damn, we jogging in place what I had to understand with this music thing is that, man, it's, it, it's not, music is rare. When I say rare, is it's, it's not like the NFL or sports in general, sports or let's say, let's say acting or anything like that. I mean, in sports, if you do good and you a little legal and you go to high school and you go to college and you make the good marks and good grades and you stay healthy, there's a strong possibility you're going to the league. As long as you put yourself in front of the right people, you're going to the lead. In music, you can be good as you want to be. You can put yourself in front of the right people and all. It just may never happen for you because the trend of music is so up and down. It's, it, it fluctuates so high and low at times. Sports going to be sports, going to be sports, no matter what. If you walk, you walk. But music is different because the wave today may not be the wave tomorrow. So, I tell people all the time, only the real shit gonna laugh. All that bullshit gonna be here today and going tomorrow. Stay true to yourself. It's a lot of cats coming to the game sounding like other people. they like, that oh, this is a get rich quick screen. See, that's how I separate the real music lovers from the get rich quick lovers. You're a money lover. You ain't a lover of music, you're a lover of money. You understand what I'm saying? Because if you love music, you would do it and chase your dream and let the money come later. You ain't gonna just say, okay, well, I'm gonna do this now. If I want to hear the Migos, goddamn I'm going to go down to the bootleg man and get on my Spotify, Amazon, Google, whatever the fuck, and I'm going to download Migos. If I want to hear Kodak Black, I'm going to download Kodak Black. Don't get your young stupid ass on here sounding like Kodak Black. That's not cool. And I can almost bet my bottom dollar Kodak Black don't appreciate that either. He paid his own way. He don't want you niggas sounding like him. He got real, discreet credibility. He didn't earn his own stripes in the music and outside of the music. And if you want to be one of the greats, you gotta pave your own way, bro. You can't be with the bullshit. So um, I know I kind of got off topic there, but like, like I was saying, man, I, I I I I real deal feel like man, we just really gotta stay true to ourselves and 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 stick to the roots on this thing, man. Because it's it's a lot of it's, it, it, there's really no gatekeepers in music. What I love about music is what I hate about music. There's no one to tell you hey, you can't make it. Or, 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 yeah, you're not good enough. And because of that, people blow and change their lives forever. But also because of that, a lot of people that don't belong in the business get in the business. But, you know, who's to say the number out of the room?
2: You said a lot of truth right there, bro. I mean, dang. I, you almost threw me all my questions, man. Like, you spoke a lot of truth <laughs> right there, man. And, and I don't know if we need to hear that, but, man, it needed to be said. Like you said, they, we talked before about uh, originality if you ever look at the people who really break, they're all original. Yeah, you might have some some people that influence your, your music as far as... Right. as, far as right, right. But, but still, your music should be able to stand out on its own when played next to those people who may have given you inspiration, you know what I'm saying? And that's and those are the people who break the mold. At the end of the day, like you said, there's a thousand people out here, especially since, man, I have to say it, T-Pang, man, was... I, well, let's go all the way back to Robert Troutman. <laughs> Because right, I, right, I, right, I, I right. Rock the vocoder, okay. Now he brought it in. He did what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? He gave a whole different sound. Let's fast forward. T. Pain, you know what I'm saying? He 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 really even made a little avenue himself. But can we kill a vocoder? Like at the end of the day, it's like it's so much. It's so much. I'm not, I'm not saying that people can't do it, and I'm not knocking people who can't. But what I'm saying is, you're like your whole. We're at we're at a point in music, where a lot, especially a lot of the Atlanta sound sounds the same man like it's a point where right. I, I i miss music when you hear somebody and you're like oh okay that's very white oh okay that's the right bandwagon. okay oh okay right. yeah. nowadays you like hey man this jamming, but who is this because it sounds like five different people i know like i'm um, and i gotta now i gotta ask uh google who is, oh i thought it was you know what i'm saying i trying not, not trying to name names but you know i thought this was ty dollar sign but no nah, it's it's so and so, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's we we we're really we're really at that point where there's like there's there's not a lot of individuality. There's not a lot of in, there's not a lot of like spotlight on what one person is doing, and that's what I love most about your music and a lot of, and about the artists that that we've interviewed. We're trying to bring that back. Music is supposed to be a unique. Music is supposed to be something. You like you said, you you hit right on it. You're supposed to add, if you're a music lover, you're supposed to add to the game. You're supposed to add something. Uh, unique to the to the to to the whole language of music, you know what I'm saying? But based off of based off his history and off his culture, he's supposed to add something unique to the game. You're not supposed to get in here and emulate, man. It's not it's not one of those things, man. Where you, where this is not the game of uh who can rock the the style the, the the most, you know what I'm saying? It's about right. it's about who who has that way who 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 makes you who makes your ear perk up to a different sound. You know what I'm saying? Who 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 expresses themselves in a way that nobody else is doing? Like even if somebody, even if y'all in the same, even if y'all going in the same direction, you're still in your own lane. You get what I'm saying? That's really where it's at. That's really where it has to be at. You want to go ahead and name the track that you're gonna be leaving for our fans and let them know what you was thinking when you created it and what's the feelings you hope to convey with it. And we're gonna take it out with that. Go ahead, okay.
1: Uh Motherland, man. I, I, you know what, man? Wow. Uh, I made Motherland, man, about two years ago. Motherland Motherland served to or three purposes. Not only was it my first video I ever shot in my life, but it was the first time I ever got all my children together, all my nieces together, and my family together, and have them film, whether it was a video, whether it was a family reunion, or whether it was a all of them wasn't there. But most of them were. Everybody came out and showed up. And to be honest with you, man, when, it, when, when, when I was in the process of making the video, the vision I had for the video, it's not the same vision that ended up becoming the video. And at first, initially, I was upset. Because I felt like it was a lot of people that dropped the ball when it came to me. You was supposed to be here. Supposed to be on time. What you mean you locked up? What you mean this just ran from What you mean? It was like three, four people that were supposed to be in the three, four different scenes. But um, you know, the way, man. God always on time. Everybody that was in that video was supposed to be in that video. You know what I mean? And, and, and um, it was a great video. It turned out great, man. Um, when I made the song I was just thinking about my life man actually I wrote the song in the trap No, so I was in the trap I, I wore the name of why I wore but I don't do that we on the radio but um I was in the trap house I was on the beach and um I was just writing music man I heard the beat the beat moved me as a matter of fact shots out of Tezzy Tezzy G's up y'all get the Instagram Tezzy G's up man he's the best producer in the world it. No disrespect, nobody else but man. Shot so the Telly G's up. He produced the beat. He gave it to me. We've been, we've been, my great friends like ten years plus. Um, he a great guy. He's very approachable. You can Facebook Telly G's up. You can Instagram Telly G's up. You can probably even Twitter it. He's a great producer. He's always working. He, he's there, man. He, 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 he done been um. I tell the name, but anyway, man. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing, but um, the song itself was it, it put me in the mind of just you know a young man become a, a young man becoming a man. But that's why my son in spirit. That's why my mama kissed me on my cheek, cause although I was been kissing doing my thing and had all these bases, I knew that wasn't the end all be all for me. So when you really, when you really listen to the lyrics, you can understand where I'm coming from. And, and it's so beautiful that we was on Jets shots out to Joe's Moonwalk. He put the Moonwalk out there for us. You need the Moonwalk, holler at Joe. Joe Moonwalk, he, he can reach Joe Moonwalk on Facebook, Joe's Moonwalk. He the cheapest, most efficient, well put together, organized. He even got a even got a game bus for the kids. Holler at Joe Moonwalk. And my brother Pooh Bell, shout out to Pooh Bell. He got his own shop. If, if you ever wanna get your car done, any kind of managing your car, you get it. Everything for transmission to oil changes the tune knobs. I like my brother Poopell. He's from the city, you know who Poopell I'm talking about. He had midnight shop. So get it on them, boys, man. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? I'm out of dead. No, no, no 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 flower shit, I'm out of dead. Not because I was so overjured, because I knew that this is what I'm fucking for the rest of my life. And anything else would be a waste of my life. That can be hard harsh word, but I really meant that. So man, you know, thank you for giving me the opportunity again and um I'm really blessed to be here, man. Um, you guys can reach me at child underscore cam 34og at IG. That's child underscore cam 34og on Instagram. On Facebook, it's just goldenchild. My YouTube channel it's Golden Child Cam, or just Golden Child. You will see a lot more music, a lot more projects. I'm always uploading. Feel free to subscribe, like, comment, share. But hell, even old-fashioned word of mouth. We ain't turning nothing down by a damn collar. It's Southwest Entertainment in the building. I love Matt Ayrton.
0: I love my life. I love the Lord. Let's do it like that. And all this fucking cheese, man shit, man, I'm young, I'm light, I'm successful, I'm arrogant oh, as fuck, Jesus. I'm rich, the lifestyle, man, you know what I mean, I'm rich in spirit, i come my race, like that, I'm gonna have a whole lot of niggas doing anything to make ends to me, go to child camp, you know what I mean? I don't speak no Abilene, I just come from Mexico, usually we don't fuck with Nero, you look like a people, sir, I came up selling 1.5. Like the Jesus. BG, we done tryna stay alive You got that dope in the product Run up on me, and get shot off The nigga's bad, what's happening? He hit my dope with a product Get my Oscar, and squeeze the sky As my nigga Crucial Gave him 30 years, and he ain't patching young I swear before I be a bitch, I go eat ramen noodle. Ain't got no time to go to school, cut the trap, booming. Went by my fucking kids, shit, they do what I was doing They move how I was moving, hell I was really stupid Light man, name a friend, he'll start shooting. I'm catchin' white man right behind a ruby Tuesday You ain't got to like my slang, but you gon' love my music You ain't got to like my slang, but you gon' love my music Mama told me if it was a snake, it would've been me But my own sellin' dope, tell I fuck them out they bendin'. My favorite spot in the fuckin' high is the kitchen well, Toilet tissue money, fuck, nigga, cause we shit Stackin' flippin', that, flippin' I can stuck in that flippin'. That purple take my pain away. Hey, rap, i got oil. tell me I got no restaurants. I be in a hood, posted up like a restaurant. Call me, I bless you. You lucky day like a leprechaun. Tellin' that ass nigga. I don't fuck with no shocker cars. Every time I got locked up, I ain't had no bar. Cause I know how to get money. I know how to flip something. You know when them bricks coming?
1: Shit, I ain't said nothing. Nigga say them feds are tired. Well, sippin' on some Belvedere
0: Nigga try to ride me, i pop him in his dairy, yeah. Wildlife, Rick Flair, money make a bitch, yeah When I was broken bunny, I can even make a spit, yeah Rollin' like a real it's poppin' like a collar Chopper where the nigga cut up like a car wash Me, Zach, and Snatchy, he said, like, oh, hey got skirt high Now we grown men, and this shit that we can't talk about Mama told me if it was a snake, it would've been me But mom sellin' dope, tell him the money business In the fucking house, is the kitchen Toileties, motherfuck, nigga, cause we shit Stackin' and flippin', stuckin' and stuckin' and flippin' Rain today Stuckin' and flippin', stuckin', stuckin' and flippin' That purple take my pain away Told me if it was a snake, it would have been me but My mom selling dope, tell them folk them out they their My favorite spot in the fucking house is the kitchen Toilet tissue, money, fuck, nigga, cause we shit that flippin'